is hard as hell. United Tottenham Arsenal. Watch my lips and I will spell. Cause they don't just play, but they can rap as well. Okay, we back in business. A little later than build, and you know what I mean, but we're still here nevertheless. It's your boy Slim as always, and we are the Anfield South podcast. And as always, we have a few, well, I was going to say good-looking fellas with us, but I'd be lying. Hi, <laughs> 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 hey, Hefe, what are you saying, bro? Long time no see. I know, it's been a while. It's been a long summer. A man like Incredible Bolt, a.k.a. Sean. What's happening? What's going on, boys? Good to be back. And of course, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy, the pod would not work without Engineer Sam in the building. Evening, 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 chaps. I'm going to make a concerted effort to do that every single pod and give you your props this season. Because you need me, that's why. Thanks, keep it going. (laughs) The one, the time, the first time you flop, that's it, it's done, it's back to the cussing. Yeah, but I'm never going to flop, am I? All right, say nothing, say nothing. People, you heard it here first. Engineer Sam said the pod will be out tomorrow morning. I didn't say that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get to business. Obviously, the last game just gone was uh, the first home game of the season. It's Liverpool-Burnley. Nice, positive result, 2-0. Great second goal from Sadio Mane. Let's just talk about that quickly. Let's just talk. Hold on. Before, I, let's just talk about how we got our quarterback back, Sam. Because you're the man for this. You said when Virgil comes back, we have that long pass, and I make you right. Because on on Saturday, those passes, he was spraying them. Right. Remember, we had a conversation, bro, and you said how teams had worked us out last season. I said, no, it's just that we weren't flipping the ball from left to right quick enough because we didn't have that option anymore. You saw what happened when we decided to stop pressing, go long, three passes, instant, instant space, amazing goal. You're going to see yeah, that people can't cope with that because it's so accurate. It's so accurate and it turns teams around so quickly. It's going to be a major weapon, major weapon for us. And I'm just like, I just enjoyed seeing that Liverpool of, what, two years ago? Because we used to do that all the time. Yeah, now he's back. Boy, people have got problems, you know. <laughs> problems. Big Verge. I don't think... I think a lot of the pundits realised what we lost in Verge when he got injured, but I think rival fans, as they do, think thought we were just crying over our cornflakes because we had no Virgil and he weren't going to make a big difference. But if you're a real football fan, Hefe, you will know how much of an impact Virgil makes in any game. 100%. I mean... I, I would, um, I'd love to to see any of those rival supporters lose arguably the best defender in the world, and not feel the pinch. Um, and because he does have those attacking attributes to him, with his long raking passes, his headers from attacking set pieces, it's massive for us. When you take that there, that's a he's a mountain, and that's a mountain shape hole to fill, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, as we're talking about defenders, Sean, that partnership between. Matip and Van Dijk. Do you think that's the partnership going forward for the rest of the season or would you like to see a different partnership? Um, well, I'll say this when I was in like, as of right now, I think that partnership of, of Matip and now is the best partnership going. Um, I think they both complement each other well. They can both bring the ball out. They both throw it a short on the ball. You know, Van Dijk, you saw the ball that he played on Saturday Slim. Obviously, to, um, to probably in it um, out on the wide, that top draw. 
And the only thing with Matip is that obviously we know he's got the injury issues. That's the thing. When, but, sorry, but when he's in his game slim, like again, he's, he's another he's another top defender. You know what I mean? Do you think we can keep him fit this season, though, Sean? Do you think we can keep him fit, Matip, this season? Well, history shows you, bro, like that we can't. You know what I mean? Like I would have to say that I have to say that yeah, we can. But history shows like yeah, that not before that he's always bound to get an injury. So as of right now, again, you keep it. Obviously, Matip and Van Dijk. But I think still, as the season goes on, because it's gonna be a long season, you can't forget. Obviously, Premier League, Champions League, the domestic clubs. I think probably as the season goes along, sort of like um, a Konate, he's probably gonna eventually, you know, him and Van Dijk are probably gonna be eventually the two starting centre backs. So would you say, would you say Big Sean Konate's even got ahead of Gomez? Would you, would you say he's next in line? Well, I think, um, look, he hasn't been brought to be on the bench. You know what I mean? Like. We all know, like, in last season, we saw the issue we had with um, our defence. I mean, we were playing the likes of Nat Phillips. Williams, also, um, he came in. And to be fair, in certain games, they did, they did well. But we all know, that we needed um, cover, at, cover at the back. He's gone and brought Konate, a player with big potential. Like, he, hasn't, he hasn't been brought to him to just sit on the bench like and be the fourth choice centre-back. Again, Joe Gomez, we all know how good of a centre-back he is. Again, when fit. But like Matip to them, he's also got injury issues. Yeah. And... He's young as well. He's not like he's like 28, 29. Like, how old is Gomez? What, 22 or 23? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So he's a young centre-back getting these serious issues like keeping him out for months, you know what I mean? So he's another question mark in terms of being able to keep fit. I don't question whether or not he's good or not, good enough or not, because he clearly is. But against it, it's the injury issues. So as of right now, I would stick with... But I think that going forward towards the end of the season, depending on, on how well um, Konate develops and whatnot, I think that's going to be also the, um, the, the, the eventual centre-back Fair enough. Interesting take. I Personally, my personal thing is, I think I've read Klopp saying that there will be rotation at the centre-back position to keep everybody fit and healthy. I'm not a fan of rotating centre-backs. I think the centre-backs... You look at the season we won the league, we had a solid pairing most of the time. You look at any team that wins leagues, you usually start with the same centre-backs, you know, same back four. So I'm not a fan of rotation unless it's different competitions. So I hope Matt Tip stays fit and I hope Van Dijk stays fit and I hope they can move forward in a partnership. But I can't see Canate going ahead of Gomez with Van Dijk. I think that partnership was, was really good. They were really good together two seasons ago. And I'd like to see that partnership reignited. And you can tell from the pre-season footage that you see that they've got a really good relationship. If you look at all the photos, all the videos, they're always together. They're, they're mm. always together like that. Is, so, yeah, I'd like to see that relationship on the pitch rekindled, man. You know what I mean, but I guess time will tell. Um, got to talk about the first goal. and uh, We can't talk about the first goal without, without talking about another defender. Um Shimakas, Hefe, let's talk about that guy's performance. Um, I think it, it was evident that um, the the performance or the run out against Norwich was kind of needed to kind of just almost like to get his second wind in this game. He seemed to be a lot fitter, a lot sharper. His decision making was better. Um, he was also, you know, better defensively. Uh, but going forward, he, he made really good decisions. Um, and you could see his confidence growing. You know, it's okay being, you know, 
a bit part player and coming in, you know, in and out. But I think it's when you get those couple of starts in a row that you feel part of it. Um, and you can see that him and Sadio, they've got a relationship that they're building. Not similar to Robbo, but it's going along that sort of same route, you know, like they had in their infancy. Um, and then what can you say, you know, there's, I, I've, he was my, um, <sighs> do you know what? He was one of my picks for champion, for fantasy football. Uh, even I'm not playing it myself, I was saying to colleagues, if you've not got him in your team, that one is a steal. He's cheap and he's going to get assists and he's going to start for the next few weeks. And lo and behold, great ball. Does does he keep his place ahead of Robertson? Because we obviously know Robertson's back fit again. He was on the bench. Would, um, you, play him, would you keep him in? Uh, well, obviously, confidence is a fragile thing. Um, and putting him on against, uh, starting him against uh, Chelsea could do some big damage to him. We've seen what they did to Tierney at the weekend. For me, if Robertson is fully fit, I'd bring him in because, you know, we're at the time where we can't afford any hiccups, any losses this early in the season. And we know what Robbie's, Robbo's going to give you. And he's played against Chelsea quite a few times. I just wouldn't want to break his confidence in, you know, this early in his, his you know, run. Well, arguably, Sam, you could say by dropping him could be knocking his confidence. Obviously, you know, we all know players, most players run on confidence. He's had two games, two clean sheets. You know, he's assisted in one. Taking him out could have a knock-on effect for him, couldn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, you know, because he's played well. He played better in the second game than he did in the third. As Hefe said, he seemed to sort of build on that first performance, get all the nerves out of the way, the little sleepy moment. He was solid. And um, I think there was a moment towards the end, just before he got subbed, where he was surrounded and he bowed and he bowed and he bowed. three players. And he, and he, he got that, he got that, that hot cheer that is going to live with him forever now. And it's like, rah, have I arrived? You know, and you take him out of the team now, it's like, he's going to realise, oh shit, I'm just a backup, man. No matter how good I play, I'm never really going to start unless it's a major injury again. It's like, it, I kind of feel as well that his delivery is on par with, if not slightly better than Robertson's. Um, defensively, he's nowhere near as good, don't get me wrong. But his delivery is wicked. Yeah, he has, he has more of that whip than Robertson, in my opinion. Yeah. It seems to whip it a bit more. You see what I'm saying? Robertson gets a lot of straight crosses, if you know, like, but mm -hmm. I could just be chatting BS, you know what I mean? No, but you're right. You know, bro, I, I, think, I think it's there. I think he's, his delivery is actually better. And they've got an understanding already on the left with, with Mane. And they've played a few games together, just two games with that same back four. And I'm like... Do we really want to chop it up now? You know, if Robertson came on against um, Burnley, I'd be like, yeah, he's going to start. But he didn't even get five minutes. Yeah, he didn't even get the minutes. That's your... Do you know what I mean? So I'm like... like... Thinking. I, I, don't, I don't think Robertson's a shoe in. I don't... I said it before. Who did I say it before? Who did I say it with before? No, why would you put him on the bench? If, if, he's, if he's nowhere near yeah, to play. No, he's... he's do you know fit, what I mean? Probably fit to play. It's but... strange that he we saw we thought he was gonna be out for what five for four weeks. Mm. And then we saw him running a straight line and then he's on the bench. It just seemed very, very fast the way it moved. I said it two seasons ago with someone who was out and someone was coming in and I was saying I'm not a fan. I think it was with Allison. Slim. Hey, Slim, you just muted yourself, bro. 
Look at this unprofessional host. The man's there chatting, you know, and we can't that's, even hear him. That's what happens when you've got a big belly. It hits the button on the on the headset. <laughs> Look, and he's struggling, you know. What's this guy? Hey, can you can you send can you send it across to him in uh, in Apple language? Yeah, he's back. He's back. back. He still can't hear him. What a madness. Anyway, yeah, we're going to continue without him because he's clearly not serious. <laughs> sorry, Sam, sorry, Sam, sorry. To, to, obviously, you look all made by the points like it regarding um, Miskas and also how he's been playing and I'm saddened that he has with um, money and so forth. But let's be honest, Sam, like, we all know that he's the backup, innit? Like, yeah. surely he, like, surely he'll know, like, you know, all right, if Robertson's fully fit, I'm holding the bench, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. again, but that's just the point, though, isn't it? Again, don't, again, don't, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, like he's coming, like, yeah, and he's, he's done well. You know what I mean? He's done well, like, Obviously, going forward, again, he could put a good ball. I think even defensively, he's looking, he's looking pretty solid. Mm -hmm. But I hear you saying something about as well about some about um, also like you know team chemistry and all that kind of stuff. But mm. like, well, this is Andy Robertson. This ain't like no any other yeah. like decent left back. This is like the best left back in the Premier League. So, the world. so we're talking about currency built up over seasons. Mm. I'm mm. sure you know that I mean? make it easier for uh, Simrasas to to handle. You know, the fact that he is replacing world class and he's shown what he's capable of doing. And I'm now, I'm sure that Klopp will rotate more and give him more opportunities. But I think it's a bit different from, let's say, when Jota came in last season and took Firmino's place because Firmino wasn't playing well. Yeah, yeah. So it's easier to usurp him. Whereas with Andy Robinson, he's been our most consistent performer for the last four years, I would say. You know, mm -hmm. every game. He's on it. He's on it. He's on it. He's running up and down. When, uh, there was a clip that was uh, put on one of the groups I was in earlier in the week. And it just showed a snippet of different performances and, and the level of the guy. You know, just his energy and how much he puts it in. It's just incredible. Um, but you said Simisas and his delivery, he's definitely more accurate. He seems to pick out a man rather than find hit space. Mm. He seems to see somebody and put it on them rather than just hitting it into an area and hoping someone gets on it. Mm. I think that's the biggest difference. I so what, you, you two are both saying that realistically you'd prefer and you'd pick Robbo ahead, regardless of the fact that he's not played. He's coming in cold to a certain degree, but because it's him, you're just saying, right, he has to just come in at left back straight away. So I think like, he's got a natural level of fitness though, bro. Because For me, it's not the fitness level, you know. I'm not worried about um, I know he's still fit. He was only out yeah. for, what, three weeks, tops. But it's more the fact that just the continuity of the team, the fact that Simicast has played well already, the yeah. back four hasn't conceded. I'm like, why are we why are we really gonna mess with that? Why are we gonna mess with that? Just just because it's Chelsea? If it wasn't Chelsea, would you bring him back? It's horses for courses, isn't it? It depends. If it wasn't a strong side, I might give Robbo a half, you know, maybe comes on for twenty minutes. But because it's Chelsea, hmm. if it starts bad, it could go really bad for Simicast. And I'd rather go with, you know, proven and then give Simisash, you know, the, the, the easier games to find his feet. Because Chelsea's not going to, they're going to be a problem. That right-hand side, that tour, we can't afford for, for um, James to get crosses in for Lukaku. Even though we've got better centre-halves to deal with it, we can't have him crossing with impunity. And he's a big, strong guy that can get down there. So I'd rather shut the supply line, to be honest. You know, now you've said that about James... I'm like, okay, I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried, because he's a strong, powerful right back, and yeah. Simicast defensively is weak, and uh, yeah, that doesn't feel nice at all. I'm, a, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I think. Sorry, go on, Sean. I don't want to no, talk. Sorry, I was going to quickly say that, Ken, as well. Like, okay, like again, like Andy Robertson, he's a season, he's a season left back. You know, played in many a big games, Champions League finals, been in title races. Again, to miss guys, he's coming, he's done well, but this is the biggest game that he's played in his career. Andy Robertson's played in. Campus. Wow, that's a big shout. Oh, it is. Olympiacos don't play. Yeah, me now. Oh, right, he's come back. Look at you. Wow. Sorry to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt you, Sean. I know you were full flight there, man. This is why I don't mess with anything that's not Apple, man. Using this <laughs> damn laptop, What's man. Scud, what scud materials are you using, man? Bro, I don't even want to bait out the name, man, but it's just, you know what I mean? It's not an Apple, innit? That's what I'm saying, innit? Do you know what I mean? It just muted the mic, did a whole madness. But you know what, people? This is the internet. This is technology. It's real, it's live, so we, we keep it moving. Uh, um, listen, if my edit later is problems, yeah, it's me and you, you know, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be problems. There's going to be a few videos because it kept uploading. Yeah. Well, in that case, videos. people, this is not coming out tomorrow. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the football. So, I, I, you lot, we talk about Shimakas. I'm gathering you were still waxing Liverpool about him. He, he, had, a, he had a good game. Um, and just to summarise, I don't think he should be dropped for Chelsea. I don't. We're not Arsenal. So, Chelsea are not going to do what they did to Arsenal to us. But I'm worried. I'm worried about the right side. Now that Hefe's mentioned it, that right side is strong. What? Chelsea's right side? Mm, with mm. who? With who down there? With James. Um, James is a good offensive right back, man. He's a reboard Trent Alexander-Arnold, bro. That guy is not... Let's not get involved in the comparison because there isn't one, really. But he's a good offensive right back. How many goals How many goals has he scored from right back, bro? How, what has he done? He scored yesterday or the day before. Yesterday he scored, right? Mm. See, Sean, what did you say, Sean? And he set up the goal. Like two. I think the goal he scored yesterday was like the first goal since like September 2020. Nah, nah, bro. James, he supplied the ball for the first goal and scored the second one. Yeah. Listen, the ball, I'm not saying, yeah, he's dead, but he's not levels for me to be worried about him. The ball into Lukaku's feet. We stopped that how are arsenal letting chelsea play balls right through the middle of the park into lukaku's feet without oh, blocking yeah. off that pass that's dead football man arsenal let's not listen chelsea do not play like that when they come to anfield not because like we're like the best team in the world no the respect the levels are different let's just have it right arsenal are struggling yeah so mm. i am not fearing chelsea at all yes they have talent we know Lukaku's a bully. You can put away a goal. They've got Jorginho. They've got Kante. They, I can keep going on. Pulisic is injured. But I can keep going on. Yeah, but we are Liverpool. We are back at Anfield. And it was great to see the fans back at the weekend. And the fans will be there again next weekend. It's a different animal, mate. Different animal. So I have no fear with Simicast playing on the left side, mate. None whatsoever. What's the hold on? He'll be on the left with Keita. percent. Who's, who I want to talk about as well. Mm. Naby Keita, you, Sam, said in the group that he is Winnie's replacement. Yeah. Um, in that, Not in terms of what he does yet, but he divides opinion. He recycles the ball. He doesn't really offer much going forward, doesn't really offer much defensively, but he does make a few ball recoveries. I, I see what Klopp is trying to do. In it. He seems like he's being moulded. He's not that creative ball-carrying midfielder that we all saw in Germany and got excited about. He's not that guy anymore. And regardless of whether he can stay fit or not, I think that's what they're trying to make him into. The one who's going to be the creative one is going to be Elliot. He's the one who's free. 
and can do what he likes. But Cater, I think you can you can see it already, man. It's like already he doesn't feel like he's playing free. He looks like he's under instruction. And I hated that with Winnie. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean that he shouldn't shoot, he shouldn't try and thread through balls, but he looks like he's playing within himself and that's he's gonna be his, his new role. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but that's the way I can see it from the first few games and even pre-season as well. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I... Go on, Sean. Let me just jump in quickly, Slim. Then. Like, does this show you, though, Slim, how far Navigator's stock has dropped? Because when he came, Slim, he was meant to be that creative ball-playing midfielder. Mm. And now, like, he's had, he's, had, he's had to adapt to a new role because potentially he cannot do what we expected them to do. So does that show you something like how far like his stock has fallen? You know what I mean? Mm. But Sean, one minute. Does, is that actually fair? Because Winnie came as a number 10. Yeah. And he got shifted right back into that defensive role straight away as well. So it's no, made no, 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 no. But I'm going di- to disagree with you there, Sam. Winnie, Winnie was a 10, but always played in that eight role, if you like, or that six role, if you like. Naby has tried to play in that more advanced role and every time he plays in that advanced role it ends up with an injury and him being out for months so now he's being converted into something different which is why his stock has dropped Winnie never played in that advanced role Winnie got ahead against Barcelona in the Champions League he got into positions at times yeah but his role was never an advanced role it was always in that base of the midfield see what I'm saying that's why I'd say Naby's stock has dropped and Winnie's stock if you like, went up for me because he played in a position that he wasn't meant to be playing in, if you like. You know what I'm saying? Stock has dropped in what sense? The fact that he's now playing in a slightly withdrawn role or a deeper role. Is that yeah. why you're saying his stock has dropped? Yeah. You, you, Do you, you not you, think it's potentially too early to talk of that because he's never what? even had like... It's too early. early. Tell, no, no, tell him again, listen sure. To <laughs> listen to what I say before you well, jump this, in, this right? Is like, well, like, he ain't just come. No, 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 you, <laughs> you, you really not understand what I'm saying. Right. Oh, what, I'm hit, what I'm hitting at is that he's not played, let's say, 10 games in a row. Because he can't. Yeah. Because he can't. <laughs> His own body won't allow him to do that. He can't up until this point, 100%. Okay? But I think if he can get to that 10 point, that 10 games... Let's see how he's playing then. Because he's still working up to match fitness. He ain't going to get to them 10 games because there's midfielders ahead of him. Fabinho and Henderson are ahead of him. Thiago's not there. That is the challenge, isn't it? That's the challenge for him to make his way into that side. At the moment, he's got the shirt. That's true. That's true. He has got the shirt and it's up to him if he keeps it or not. Yeah. He's starting on Saturday. Yeah. But I think think with someone with the out... You know, for me, at the time when, I, when he came from Germany, he had outrageous attacking ability. I, I never saw Genie have outrageous attacking ability. He could attack and he could score goals, but outrageous, I wouldn't say that. So I don't think that you can lose those instincts overnight and you can be changed into a metronome. I think there will always be, it will always be there and it will come out. Them words there, you know. <laughs> That's Professor Paul level right there. Man just dropped in metronome, you know. Yeah. I see you, FA. I see you. Don't try to get smart on this podcast, you know. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you, man? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, and you're also the red wine. Yeah. <laughs> Paul is back in it. Yeah, I know. Paul, Paul, rebore Paul. The thing is, I get. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, FA. I appreciate your point. 
Um, but I just think, as Sean was saying, this is like his fourth season. It's, yeah, he has an uphill battle, in my opinion, from with me. Do you get what I'm saying? He has a lot to prove because, obviously, with every Liverpool player, you show them love, you give them that period. Four seasons is too long. Do you get what I'm saying? Players have gone in less, so he needs to show you something big this season. The first time, I think the first time he breaks down, that's it. It's January window for me. But, uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, another bright spark from the Burnley game, obviously, Harvey Elliott. I mean, what is he, 18 years old? Yep. What a player does he look. What a Super player. I mean, I can still see the rawness in him. There was a few times where the pass went backwards or into someone when he could have carried it or played a forward pass. I can still see. But, man, I am excited about this guy. Pause. Um, I hope we hold on to him because I know we have a reputation, not a reputation, a business model of, you know, buying young, moulding and selling on. Bye-bye, Ben Woodburn. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, he's one. He's definitely one for the future, 100%. Yeah, don't you think we need to, we need to applaud Klopp on this one for actually playing um, probably the toughest physically game, physical game you can play in the Premier League against them rugby youths. Um, and he handled himself and still showed bravery on the ball. He showed class. He showed he was completely fearless at any time. And he showed more than anything ability. Uh, ability. We've been screaming for this shoot for, for how long now? And it's like to see him play and to look like it was nothing to him in his Premier League debut from the start. I just, I just can't wait to see more of him, you know, and I, I hope that he gets game time now that he's had that, that, that little taste and he's not just uh, too much of an impact. I want to see him start some games as well. Did you see the tackle he had to ride in the first few minutes? Yeah. 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 Can I just say, I've said it before in this pod, I need to say it again. I fucking hate Burnley. Mm. I, I hate mm. their brand of football. I really, really dislike their brand of football. They're literally all about the physicality and why it pisses me off is because you look at Norwich yeah you look at Brentford just coming up and they actually play football you can actually survive in this league by playing football Leeds United do you know what I mean but they got a different level of resource in Leeds United if you look at like Norwich they'll play football but they'll be in championship next season Okay, but Brentford, Brentford have a chance because they're a really well-run club. But I just wanted to go back to to Harvey Elliott because I've been I've been waiting for this <laughs> um, because I, I think his his game was superb, um, and I think within the corridors of power at Anfield, there's a similar train of thought to uh, Raheem Sterling, where it's let's clear all the obstacles out of his way to first-team football. Yeah, so like we got rid of Thomas Hintz, was it? So that he wouldn't stand in Sterling's way. With Liverpool, there's, there's a train of thought like that. Um, but also one of my colleagues is a massive Blackburn supporter and from that part of the world. And he was waxing lyrical about him all last year. He was saying, by far, our best, their best player last season. He said it was almost like if he didn't play, they wouldn't win. But yeah, one uh, thing... One, because he got the top assist in the league and he scored seven goals. Um, and then uh, what M Mowbray did very well, and it must have been either with instruction or to, to cement that relationship with us, is he took him out of the team for long periods of time to give him rest. 
He didn't put the, the, the needs of the club above Harvey Elliott's de development, which I think was key. Um, and then also when he came back in the summer, he was given six weeks off. He was back in two and in the gym. And you can see he's come back as a different physical specimen. He's, a, he's come back a man. You know, when you see him, he's a little chunky kid. We, you rewind back two seasons, he was so skinny getting pushed off the ball against Arsenal's reserves. And, you know, and I watched the game at Anfield. Now it's a different, different beast. And, and you know, I'm really excited to see what he can bring because he's a proper talent. Um, and it's good that we've got another one. Couldn't agree with you more, Hefe. That was an absolutely flipping, in-depth, excellent assessment of Harvey Elliott, man. He's, he's got a bright future ahead of him, man. And I hope his future is at Liverpool. Yes. Um, just another couple of things I wanted to touch on in that, in that team. Um, Henderson came back and played the game. Had a steady game. Nothing too yeah, strenuous. Solid. Solid. Yeah, yeah. Good usual, passes. Yeah, the usual Henderson, isn't it? Steady in the ship, Sean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, like I say, he just kind of kept um things sticking up with him. You know what I mean? Um, I think if you look at the midfield, him, I think Harvey Elliott was probably the best out of that midfield three. So Henderson didn't have to be outstanding um on on Saturday. He just kind of have to just keep things ticking over, play the simple ball. You know, make sure the nick up play also was well. And yeah, that's it. Man, really, nothing really yeah. to shout about. In honesty just good to see him back though you know Henderson you know like I don't know about the rest of you but when I see him on the team sheet see him in midfield just you know I just feel a bit easier you know what I'm saying yeah good good to that, see him back that bit of security yeah 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 um else else well, what else I wanted to say is a quick shout out to Oxley Chamberlain on the birth of his uh, first child I'm not sure if he had a boy or a girl but Ox was obviously missing I'm saying so yeah big up Ox you know I mean, we're all dads here, you know what I'm saying? So we know what that's like, big him up. Um, I just wanted to say again, I said it, I said it, I said it last, last week. Is there a change of emphasis from us? Because we didn't really, I wouldn't say we dominated possession. We had a lot of possession, but we didn't dominate possession. Do you think that's, are you starting to, anyone starting to agree with me that there's a change of emphasis? Let them have the ball, use our threat on the counter attack to, you know, really hurt teams. I think it's it's not all the time. I think it's a tactic to break low block sites, just to make them come out a bit, think they've got a chance. Because otherwise, you just sit on the edge of the box and you struggle to get in behind them. So sometimes you can, you know, let them get, get them get a bit of confidence, think they can attack you, and then the door's wide open. Um, but I felt sort of echoes of, is it the 2019-2020? Is that when we won the league? Yeah. Yeah, where we wasn't marauding massively dominant every game, but we were super efficient and tight at the back. And it just seemed like, you know, a bit of a throwback to that season for me. Um, don't know what you guys felt, but... Do you not think we looked quite open against Burnley at times? In the first 20 minutes, 100%. I think with minutes. that is the centre-halves, were, uh, they were obviously not super fit because, you know, Virgil's come back from massive injury. So I think there's a the little bit of rustiness that they shake off in that first um, sort of 15-20 and then they kind of got more solid as the game went on. For me, anyway. Mm. Mm. I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit weary of us at the moment. I still can't work out what we're trying to do. Um, but playing against Chelsea will be the marker, really. 
because that's, yeah. that's when we'll, we'll set down our game plan against the top side. Against these other smaller teams, we expect to, to win and be challenged, but expect to win. But against Chelsea, I really want to see how we approach it, especially being at home. Going to be interesting. Going to yep. be interesting. Um, what do I want to say? I lost my chain of thought listening to that. It got right sapped into it. Um, anyway, overall, good performance against Burnley. Clean sheet. Again, I've said it three couple times already. The fans were back in, in full voice, which was nice. Um, On to Chelsea. But before I talk about the Chelsea game, possibly. Uh, it's a river dirty CLA. I don't let the door hit you on the way out to Jordan Shakiri. He's left us today. Good move for him. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah, the only I thing I was a bit miffed at is the Leon guys thanking us for our cooperation and making ourselves available because I didn't see that same cooperation when we tried to sign one of their players a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Fakir, was it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all techie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what's the in the group, man? Um, Shakiri, um, success or failure? Good question. I I would say for the money we paid, um, success, only because he was so cheap. Mm. If he wasn't so cheap, if he wasn't so cheap, then I would say a failure. But I don't see how someone who costs you 12, 13, 13 mil can be a failure in today's market. I mean, he scored a couple of important goals. Good, I wouldn't say important, but, you know, yeah, I'd say important. You know, he, he puts in that cross for uh, Ronaldo against Barcelona. So, two goals against Man United. Yeah, so, you know, for that money, what more could you ask for? Mm. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, I'd say success. What would you say, Sam? Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say success, man. Um, I liked him as a player, man. Obviously, he wasn't available that much, but he had enough of an impact as a squad player for me to feel like he was worth the money. Um, I think he was a good influence around the place, a senior pro as well. Um, never really made too much of a fuss. Um, just obviously quite injury prone, but I think we knew what we were getting with him and he knew what he was coming for. I mean, if you come to Liverpool for three years, and you go out the door of a league and a Champions League under your arm, you can't really have done that badly, can you? Mm. Um, mm. I think it was Ryan that said in the group, and I know it's a bit harsh, but he's contributed more than someone like Kate has. And you can't knock him for that. You That's can't knock him for that. So yeah. um, I, I want him to do well, and I'm happy for him. He's got his move, and yeah, thanks for the memories, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good luck to him, man. I wish him all the best, man. But. Yep, hopefully it opens the door for maybe someone to walk in before the 31st. <laughs> Stop trying shit, man. You don't know when they're coming. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just trying to stay optimistic for the people out there. Do you know what I mean? Well, I want one guy. One guy. Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Were you going to say, Sean? No, I was going to say, I think Sam hit the nail on the head. Basically... All we're going to do right now is just contract uh, contract extensions. Mm. Obviously, Salah's coming up next. After that, it'll probably be either Allison or probably someone like a Mane or Andy Robertson. If we, if we if we bring in a player to them by the end of this window, I'll be shocked because mm. I don't see it happening. I, I was optimistic thinking, you know what, someone can possibly come in. I think, but now but now I see that I don't think anyone's going to come in to them. 
Possibly. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Who do you want, Hefe? Who are you talking about? Hey, mate, I, I want Jeremy Doku. Oh, is he gone in? I... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Make him call. Bring him. Bring him. <laughs> He's a shanty. Um, but I want You're him. You're your cousin next, isn't it? It may be, you never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he would be the guy that I would want because we have we're gonna lose uh, two of our front three, um, and we've only got one in reserve that can fill that slot. So if he comes in now, he can learn off Mane and then take over for that month. You know, but I think he has all the attributes, everything you know for us. He's superb, really quick, great skills. He just needs a bit of refining. Um, and we and we've got that interest, and he wants to come to us, you know. And you can get him if we don't get him now, we may never get him because I think his his value could just rocket up next year. Um, you know, I think you can get him for like 40, 40 m's. Um, but as you say, we're probably going to bank it and 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 sign more of our current copper players to to contracts, which I'm not mad about mad at either. But yeah, I want Doku. We could all dream in it. I mean, they're, 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 they're linking us to Mbappe, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, we could dream. We they, could they're dream always preying on our clickbait. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool clickbait is like the most valuable. They just put Mbappe, Haaland, they put Sancho when we knew we was never getting anywhere near him. It's, it's, it's quite. It's, it's, it's a little bit like upsetting as a Liverpool fan seeing all these mock-ups of these players in the shirt, knowing that they're nowhere near even coming to Anfield. It's a bit crazy. Um, anyway, boys, it is late on a Monday night, so let's just quickly hit the Chelsea game. You know what I'm saying? Um, thoughts on the Chelsea game? How do people see it going? <laughs> Hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad that we've got them early. Um, I'm glad it's at home. Um, I actually feel like I know this is mad. I will take a draw this early really? in the season. Um, but with the crowd on our side, I think if we start fast, um, I think we'll beat them. Um, I think a lot of Liverpool fans are getting confused because. They've seen them play Arsenal and they've seen them look so dominant and just... But that Arsenal team is a shambles. And I just don't think they'll be allowed to play like that at Anfield. Last season, they were all over us. So I remember we were terrible last season when they beat us. Um, and the only thing that concerns me is if they play Werner alongside Lukaku. Not for his goal threat, but just for his pacing behind. Because he gave us a world of problems last year. And I know Virgil's back. I know Matip back as well but to see them two that kind of threat the physical threat and the threat in behind yeah I'd, I'd much rather they played um what's his name again oh um, habits. Um, yeah habits i'd much prefer to play habits alongside um Lukaku. but yeah it's early in the season isn't it so i, I will take a draw i'll take a draw okay fair enough anyone okay. else got any thoughts on that yeah, I mean, I'm going for a Liverpool victory, and it's based on whether uh, Fabino starts. If Fabino starts, I think we win the game. And I've Ooh. got a sneaky feeling that we might switch Matip for a more pacier centre half. Um, you, 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 will Fabinho be back? So obviously he's obviously well. He's, he hasn't left, left the country. He's just got um, uh, what they call it, compassionate leave. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, he could well be back this weekend. You know, and I, I know his dad's died and that's horrific. Um, but I can see him coming back because he, he is very important in stopping that supply um, to um, Lukaku. Even though he won't have, he won't receive the ball easy because our defenders, especially Van Dijk, is a lot stronger, and he he will leave him out a bit of dark arts. But um, Fabinho is so adept at blocking those passing lanes. Um, I think it's huge, and especially with uh, with uh, him having a battle with Kante as well. I think it's important we have him in there, you know, because they've rested Kante for Liverpool. You saw that he didn't play yesterday. Come on, like you know, 20 minutes to go. That's to play us. Um, and I think Fabinho is going to be key to us winning. But I can see us winning the game. Forget about draws. Liverpool victory. Fair enough. Sean? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously both teams are going to make changes. Again, I expect Kante to come in. I think, I think Kante's probably got a partner, um, Jorginho. Um, I'm with Sam on a shout-out. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. The way it's obviously... To, um, Lukaku to get obviously a lot more space on the ball, you know, what I mean a lot more time on the ball. Uh, but again, Fabinho, I think in this game, still, I think that he could be the key. If he's starting to like, yeah, you go for midfield of so say of Fabinho, Henderson, and I think Kato will start on the weekend. I think the midfield battle still is going to be a key. But if 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 Fab's there, then I think I think we'll be okay. And 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 um, I think the front three slim. I'll keep the same. I'll keep the same front three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Just, just quickly on the front three, Diogo Jota. He's getting goals, but he's quite quiet in games. He's not really making any loud noises, but he just seems to be the right place at the right time. Are, are we happy for him to be MIA, and as long as he's scoring, or do you want him to be more involved? I, I don't think his touch is great a lot of the time, um, and so as long as he's he's pressing from the front, I don't really need him to be that involved. To be honest, because when he gets the ball, generally he's deadly. Um, but as for being a, a Firmino type nine and linking the play and all of that, I just, yeah. So I let him just hang on the last defender, let him block the passing lanes, let him press well and nick the ball. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really want him too involved at the moment until he comes into real form. For me, he's in goal scoring form right now, but he's not actually playing that well, um, which is fine, which is fine. But um, yeah, just, just stick the ball in the back of the net for me. That's it. Man. Did you see his movement at the weekend for that goal? Yeah, yeah, that was incredible. That was that was fantastic. The got the the what was it? Ben Mee, where he turns around and looks at him, turns back round, and he's he's lost him. Then he was, you know what, like yeah, like he's so short. He's, he seems so short, yeah, but like he's he's a very good head of the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so, like, he I've does. Seen, he, I've, yeah. I've seen I'll a lot of taller defenders. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the front three at the moment speaks for itself. So I don't think. That needs to change. Bobby's not done anything wrong, and the times mm. he's come on, he's looked all right. But I think the front three is fine as it is. Yes, yeah, I think obviously just the midfield and the left back position—that's a thing for Chelsea. But I don't see Chelsea posing that much of a threat. I think, yeah, Van Dyke, between Van Dyke and Matic, they can handle Lukaku. Right. Yeah, that confident, yeah? Yeah, I just, yeah. I'm not saying he won't get chances. I'm not saying he won't get chances and we'll keep him quiet and whatever. There's every chance he'll score, but I just don't think it will be as cut and dry as how they were against Arsenal. They were so comfortable against Arsenal. I know it's not going to be that cut and dry. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot to say for ourselves. You know what I mean, I, I back us against anyone. 
with the full complement of players are back us against anyone. So, yeah, I'm, so, so I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about that. So, like, obviously, Ashley Bonds and Woods, they're not Lukaku, but they're just as physical, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. Again, like, yeah. like, we should go to the game like, with a lot of confidence, you know what I mean, Slim? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'll make you right. I'll make you right. Yeah. The yeah. only thing is, they don't have the pace of Lukaku, but. I think, like Slim is saying, I think it might be a return of Lukaku, the striker that plays football in Tim's. Mm. <laughs> I, could, I think it could be the return of that guy. Go on, go on. No, I'm not going to disrespect Lukaku like that. I think his <laughs> game has matured a little bit. I, I might tempt him, fate. Yeah, don't, yeah let's, not, let's, not, let's not go there, man. But um, I definitely think, I definitely feel like he's not going to be as much of a problem as he was at the weekend. Yeah, man. I see a win. I, I see a win for us. I'm gonna even go as far as to say two-one Liverpool. You know what, Slim? If we win, yeah, we don't concede. That's what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. Be proper, proper sound. So, if we win, then it's a two-nil for me. Okay. Fair dues. Well, boys, as I said, it is late on a Monday night, so not going to keep everybody. Going to wrap this one up. Boy Slim, as always. Um, Hefe, thank you very much. No worries. Pleasure to be here. Just sorry I couldn't mock my United drawing with Southampton. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure, my brother. Yeah, we'll get that till next time, man. And engineer Sam, do what you do, my brother. I'm going to bed, bro. Man, I'm not even involved. After this your shenanigans, is, I'm not even involved now. This is work. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a wait, people. Until the next time, ask yourself, we're out, man. <laughs>